also dry and explode like dust. Suck my balls, suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That would. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them drag, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt hole. Suck your big balls in your hairy butt hole. Suck your big balls in your hairy butt hole. What is that? It's my balls. God damn it, Carmen. How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Garcia? Holy shit, dude. Mayor, the geologist is here to see you. My geologist? Now? Tell him the infection is fine and I don't need another checkup. No, Mayor, that's a gynecologist. A geologist studies the Earth. Don't you think I know that? How dare you insult my intellect? I went to Princeton, for God's sake. You get out of my office. I'm not in your office, Mayor. I'm talking to you through a speaker. Just send in the geometrist. Geologist. You are fired, buddy! Thank you, Mayor. It's been great working for you. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome fucking back and hot today to another edition not suitable for kids of suck my balls suck my balls suck my balls a South Park review right here on multiple platforms get anchor.fm Tommy Media Group, Voices of Misery podcast. So you find us Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, probably some weird website in another country that I don't know the name of. But if I'm there and you are listening to, hell yeah, yeah, you take care. Piss me. Piss me. Of course, my name is Matthew Schaffer. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matthew under Schaffer. You can follow our show on social media at SuckMyBallsPod, Twitter and Instagram, as well as on Facebook at South Park Pod. And if you feel so inclined, shoot us an email at SuckMyBallsPod at gmail.com. Each and every week, I am joined by my co-host here as we embark and continue to go down to South Park's historic episodes one by one in order. And tonight we have a treat for you because all you've got to do is duck and cover. Tom out, Tom out, Tom out, Tom out, Eve Jackson. Tom out, Tom out, Tom out, Tom out, Eve. Duck and cover. That's right. That's right, buddy. Tonight we're doing the episode that is known as Volcano. Now we, I, I mean, I'm sure I'm going to have to put up a post again. I know you're not on social media. So you don't see sometimes all the things I have to, um, you know, you know, like have to read and post. Want to like make disclaimers for individuals, such as the fact that we understand that technically weight gain four thousand aired is episode three, and technically 
volcano aired as episode two. So I will have to, of course, put a disclaimer once again in the title and the description on all of our posts. So that way people understand. And I don't get that feedback where they're like, excuse me, excuse me, you're wrong. All right. You got that wrong. Yeah. You're, 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 you're lying. And, um, I don't, I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate that at all. But tonight we are going to be reviewing Volcano, <laughs> uh, which is, uh, of course, uh, the third episode. Now, before we get started here, tell me your thoughts as you watched Volcano this evening. Um, just it, it brought me flashbacks of Dante's Peak and the movie Volcano, which, like Trey and Matt, they hated. I absolutely despised and hated those movies. And this satirical take on it, the duck and cover, too. It's just, oh, man. <laughs> Dante's Peak, uh, give us some background, maybe some of our younger viewers. What is Dante's Peak? Dante's Peak came out in 1997, for all those that don't know. It was, um, what uh, what was his name that played James Bond? Uh, he, yeah, it was one of his non-James Bond movies. It wasn't that great. Um <laughs> It was. I'm not. It It wasn't that great. (laughs) It wasn't. (laughs) Go on, sir. Um, and same with Volcano was uh, around the same time. I think '98 or maybe before. I'm not sure. One of them was before the other. But Volcano had Tommy Lee Jones, and there was a volcano that erupted in the middle of uh, Las Vegas. I think it was, or somewhere, and that was just stupid. Would you say it's safe to say there was like a, I don't know, like a a trend going on right now or at that point in time within the entertainment industry via maybe, I don't know, television or movies where they were like demonstrating volcanic disasters as part of storylines or uh, overall arcs? Yeah, it was actually pretty popular back then, like major disaster-esque type and volcanoes was you know, they're pretty horrifying, too, because if you think about it, Yellowstone is a super volcano that if it ever erupted, I mean, this whole part of the country is pretty much screwed. We're fucked. What? So, the West Coast or? Like, the whole country. Yellowstone will, like, it, it could pretty much decimate the entire United States. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> but, that, but that's what... That's big here. That's what those that's what those movies they played on those fears back in the ninety seven and ninety eight around those times. A lot of those things were scary because we were we were having more technology to go and look at things like that, and so people were like, "Ooh, ooh," just like that. Yeah. <laughs> did you uh, did you make any um, what's the word like any volcanoes in school science projects as a kid growing up? Was that a big thing for you at all? No, I went with the potatoes. I always ended up making electricity with potatoes. <laughs> kind of lame. Why, why, why? <laughs> well, you can make actual electricity. I used seven potatoes to light a light bulb. Well, you just used baking soda to make your volcano erupt. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I also used uh, food coloring. Oh. Uh, okay. All right. And, and okay, I went further. 
I put a little sand around the base of the volcano so that way it would absorb and create a different color effect. Bitch. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Professional right here. That's, that's right. <laughs> All right, so we got South Park Volcano. Let's talk about this episode. All right, so this is the third episode. This is how it's recognized, as we said, of the first season of the American animated television series South Park, originally aired on August 27th, 1997. Now, the premise of this episode is we see Stan, Kyle, Cartman, Kenny go on a hunting trip with Stan's Uncle Jimbo and his war buddy, Ned. Mmm, mm, Jimbo. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> um, so of course, the overall arc of the show is while on the trip, Stan is frustrated by his inability to shoot a living creature. Hartman tries to scare the hunting party with tales of a creature named Scuzzlebutt, and as well as, of course, in the title, there is a volcano approaching. Now, this was written by Trey and Matt. Inspired by the 1997 disaster films Volcano and Dante Speaks. So good call, Mr. Ian. You clearly understood what mm-hmm. they were going for. <laughs> Both of which Parker and Stone strongly disliked. Plot was also based on the large amount of hunting Parker and Stone witnessed while growing up in Colorado. Dan's hesitation about the sport mirrors Parker's real-life feelings about hunting, which is interesting. Yeah. I guess it's, it's interesting to know that... Uh, Ray Parker is not a fan of hunting itself. Um, when I was 16, Ian, I got moved to Montana. My parents moved me all the way from uh, Los Angeles, California, L.A. County, Canoga Park to be exact. And uh, we moved on up to the northern side, the big sky, Montana, right as I was a junior in high school. And, and uh, I went hunting for the first time. I went hunting for the first time. Because, you know, you don't go hunting, really, like, in, if you're in California in the city, right? Like, right. And, you got, and you got a gun, you're hunting people, like, fuck that guy up, right? <laughs> you're not really doing that. You're not really hunting. Right? <laughs> At least in SoCal. So, right. I'm living in Montana, you know, we go hunting, and I, sh- I shot something. I went hunting one time, Ian, this one time, okay? And after I practiced shooting, you know, some whatever stumps and trees and whatnot out there in the debris and whatnot, uh, you know, I was like, my buddy was like, you know what? It's time to shoot something for real. So we did. We shot something. And I shot a gopher. A gopher peered its head up out of the hole. And I blasted that motherfucker. And his head exploded everywhere. And I remember feeling so bad about it afterwards <laughs> that I killed this I little gopher. I was just about gopher. to ask. I killed this little gopher, Ian. <laughs> poor little guy. Reason. I just killed no, him. Poor little gopher. Poor, poor little, little gopher. Call me. I killed People had a gopher son. He was he like, had a Daddy? Gopher family? <laughs> daddy? <laughs> Why'd you kill my daddy? You know what's even worse is I don't know if you remember watching that show. I mean, they're not related because gophers are different. But remember watching that show, uh, PB and J on Disney? Do you ever watch that show? PB and J. You know, I don't think. Jelly, like, there was like three otters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought these otters look like this gopher. That's what I that's what I envision is these little cartoon little otters popping up out of the fucking ground. <laughs> popping it. Anyway, I'm going on a diatribe here. Uh, hunting. Trey Parker doesn't like hunting. I would go I'd ask you if you'd like hunting, but you're from Texas. Hunting. 
hunting way of life. Shooting guns, drinking beer, big sky, it's alive. Yeah. Right? Are you eating string cheese? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Oh, <laughs> starving. It's, it goes down smooth, so it doesn't hurt my throat. And, uh, and to answer that, yes, um, I was raised as a hunter. I do know how to hunt, but I prefer to use the bow over the gun. I never made a kill with a gun. I thought it was always too easy, so I used a bow. Bow and arrow. Bow and arrow, you said, huh? Mm-hmm. Now, here's a funny thing. This was, of course, South Park. They, I would say in this episode, the main storyline with the boys is they are um, making light of the fact that hunters can just kill whatever they want. Right? <laughs> it's coming right for us! <coughs> right for us! And Volcano actually received generally positive reviews and was nominated for a 1997 Environmental Media Award. So it got it brought attention in a comedic way that shed, you know, light on the topic itself of right. gun restriction and gun use itself for hunting purposes. So slightly more than 1 million viewers watched the original broadcast. According to Nielsen ratings, uh, the episode also featured the first appearance of some of our reoccurring characters, Ned and uh, Dan's dad, Randy Marsh. Yeah, I was going to say, at this point, we don't know that that's actually Stan's dad. <laughs> uh, we just know it because we're South Park nerds. Right. Um, the, the latter is also the town geologist, of course. Uh, and he is established as Stan's father in later episodes. It marked the first of two appearances for Scuzzlebutt. Now, we say two because it became a popular minor character in the video game South Park uh, 10, the game. And South Park. Now, have, did you ever? Did you? I, I've never heard of that game. I don't. I tried to look it up. It was a mobile game. We didn't have. I mean, we had phones back in two thousand six, two thousand seven that can play mobile games like that. Yeah, bro. They had that. Um, I just watched a video on it today by Nokia. It was like remember those small little phones back in the day that were like in the shape of control almost with the screen in the middle. So like yeah, yeah, whatever's they had like uh, PlayStation One ported games. So like the capabilities for graphics were back then. They were trying to go toe to toe with Game Boy Advance. Whoa, yeah, so that's they, cool. Like I, the only reason why I know that is I watched the Angry Video Game Nerd about his diatribe on Tomb Raider and how they tried to port it over uh, the PlayStation One. Uh, but yeah, South Park yeah. Ten, the game that was for mobile phones. Uh, that came out in March of 2007. Man, I was, uh, gosh, I was 19, maybe? Yeah, I just turned 19, like, three weeks prior. My birthday's in March. Man. Just turned 19. Um, like In this game, the game features 10 stages, each stage based on one episode from each season, one up to 10. Stages made up of three levels and one bonus level unlocked by collecting a certain amount of KDPs. Okay. And of course, the latter is South Park Rally, which is, I think is pretty explainable itself. It's a South Park racing game. Yes. Uh, that I didn't know about. Did you ever play the rally game? No, I know about it, but I never actually played it. I wanted to. Yeah, I didn't I get that to. one because I was disappointed after the other South Park game that I had played on the Nintendo 64 at the time. Yeah, I remember that. It was, what one was that? Um, it was just like South Park, the game. 
right. And it was like it was like blocky, and it was kind of it was just it was weird. Yeah. Well, that and the 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 controllers were weird, and like the game itself, like the frame rate of it was really slow, so it was constantly loading what was in front of you. So you could never really see what was in front of you. It had to like appear. Does that make sense? Yeah. I actually had to, you know, form. <laughs> I don't know. But that being said, so that was really the only appearances besides this episode of Scuzzlebutt, who also has the leg of uh, jumping. <laughs> Have you ever seen Step by Step? Step by Step? All right. We didn't get any emails. So if you want to email us again, but let's get in more in depth. So basically Stan, Kyle, Can- uh, Kenny and Cartman are going hunting with Stan's uncle Jimbo. And, you know, and basically uh, it starts off with a driving to the mountains. This is, of course, their first time hunting. Don't worry, Miss Carmen. We'll take good care of them. I brought my old war buddy dead to keep things safe. Hello, Mrs. Cartman. How are you today? Be sure to use lots of bug spray. And if you have to poo-poo, don't wipe with poison ivy. <laughs> Dude, that's sick, man. And I know it can get scary up in those woods, but just remember, Mommy's not far away. <laughs> guys, guys! You give your mommy a kissy. God, God, I'm a God. The episode opens up with Cartman, and you know he's getting kisses goodbye from his mom. <laughs> uh, they get in the car. Kenny says something along the lines of, like, you know, your mom could suck my dick or something like that. Or uh, something nasty. And I don't know what he said here. What did he say? Did you figure it out? Um, I think it was, it was like something like, maybe your mom could kiss my dick. I think yeah, I th- that's what I got. <laughs> your mom could totally kiss my dick. <laughs> and that's why Jimbo was like, oh, nasty. You're dirty. Yeah, that's a dirty boy. <laughs> boy. And then Carmen's like, I kick you, and then like you know, they he punches him or whatever. And Jimbo's like, "That's the spirit, boys." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Wait, wait!" wait this, like he's like, "There's, there's three rules about, uh, or two rules about. Hunting. You don't, you got, you, you got to have your gun. You don't drop your beer. <laughs> don't drop your beer." He's like, uh, "Uncle Jimbo, we we don't drink beer," and he's like, "You don't drink beer? What?" And then Dad's like. Mm. That's right, I don't think nine-year-olds drink beer. (laughs) (laughs) Boys, I I need to get serious for a minute. I want you to understand a few basic rules of hunting since this is your first time. First of all, don't ever walk with your gun unless the safety's on. Second, don't shoot anything that looks human. And third, never spill your beer in the bullet chamber. Uh, Uncle Jimbo, we don't drink beer. You what?! Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't think eight-year-old kids drink beer. I like chocolate milk. Well, we'll be doing plenty of drinking on this trip. After all, hunting sober is like fishing sober. And then Jimbo's like, well, we, well, we gotta have, well, we'll be plenty of drinking this weekend because, you know, uh, hunting sober is like fishing sober. was <laughs> <laughs> like fishing sober. Like fish and sober. So they're heading up to the mountain. Now, did you notice that, like, it, Jimbo's like, it'll be so nice to get out of town. And it's like, <laughs> drive up one hill, get out of the car. And they're like, all right, here you go. A gun, a beer, and a pack of smokes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, man, I didn't get a gun. 
And then so, like, he gives him a gun. Okay, each of you youngins take a gun, a beer, and some smokes. Hey, I didn't get a gun. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> oh, God, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> right, that was the next part. He, they were, uh, he was like, oh, God. It's just, I'm having flashbacks. It's just, it's just like, nah. <laughs> and that's like, before we use station name. Dan's like, don't pay him no attention. He just makes shit up. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, so uh, and then uh, Kyle starts ragging on him, and then Cartman's like, I know you fucking hair. I know you fucking hair. So he points the gun. <laughs> it's hard to even say that in a Cartman voice. I'll blow your fucking head off. Um, at Kyle, and Kyle points it at him. And uh, <laughs> Jimbo says, Hold on. "Wow, that's dangerous!" <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> One of the best lines of the whole episode. And Jimbo said, "Hey, whoa there, boys! You're gonna drop your beer." Hey, look out, son! That's dangerous. You gotta spill your beer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spill your beer. It's dangerous. <laughs> he doesn't even care about the fact that kids are pointing loaded guns at each other. He's more obsessed with the fact that they might actually spill their beer. That's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> uh, so then, of course, uh, we then while they're up there, you know, hanging out, getting ready, you know, getting ready to hunt here, um, we pan over to Stan's dad, Randy Marsh, Randy Marsh, Stan Marsh, Randy Marsh, and he's the geologist. He's uh, sitting at what would be considered, uh, I guess, uh, a machine that uh, measures the movement of the Earth. And it's I got, think it's a seismologist. There you go. A, a, yeah, a, like a, seismoton- a seismotonic device that measures the movement of the Earth and, and uh, whatever. And <laughs> it's, got, it's on a graph. It's like a lie detector test is what it looks like. It's moving up and down slowly, and then all of a sudden starts moving up and down really fast as Randy is sitting there asleep. <laughs> he gets on the phone and he calls. He's like, hey, 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 hey uh, the uh, thing, yeah? It's, uh, it's moving. It's moving uh, real fast, up, up and down. And then the guy's like, and he's like, uh huh, uh huh. And he looks outside like, oh, volcano. Uh, volcano. You know, smoking. He's like, oh, uh, yeah, it's a uh, volcano. Yeah, it's smoking. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. A volcano. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, then we kind of get the fir- we kind of get the first rendition of the oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> um, so that was uh, the first introduction of Randy Marsh uh, after Mr. that Marsh Mr. Marsh Mr. Marsh did you cut off your bracelet Mr. Marsh. So back in the uh, the woods or camping, the boys are you know they're you know they're, they want to bond right. So they're all they're hunting, they're, hunting, they're shooting deers, they're shooting rabbits, they're shooting badgers, and all sorts of harmless creatures. Realistically, um, but Jimbo tells us that it's okay to kill whatever you like so long as you shout, "It's coming right for us!" That there's a Rocky Mountain black bear, one of the few remaining of its kind. Isn't it beautiful? My God, it's coming right for us! Hey, it wasn't coming right for us. It was just sitting there. Shh, not so loud. Now that there's just a technicality. What do you mean? 
You see, boys, the Democrats have passed a lot of laws trying to stop us from hunting. Democrats piss me off. They say we can't shoot certain animals anymore unless they're posing an immediate threat. Therefore, before we shoot something, we have to say, it's coming right for us. Just as you pull the trigger, and then, of course, you cue. And, like, there was a couple different scenes with him. You know, first he shoots a deer, then some gazelles come by, and he's got, like, a grenade <laughs> launcher, and he just... Boom! Explodes it and stands like, "Is this what hunting is?" Kyle, or no, Kyle says, "Is this what hunting is?" And Sans is like, "I guess, dude." And Cartman's like, "That's pay sweet." Um, what do you think of uh, this whole, I guess, lead up with the guns to be kind of getting the show? They basically give a nine-year-old's guns, which I'm sure this still happens to this day in uh, in parts of our country, right? With southern states or in areas where hunting is a part of their. Uh, way of gathering, you know, different assortment of foods and fur, whether you be Native American, Indian, or any of any culture. Um, what do you think of them? Like basically, kind of like showing guns in a positive light here, just like the last <laughs> or the next episode, however you want to look at it. Positive? Are you sure that was positive? <laughs> I said, do you think it was positive? Or, oh, okay. For your all right. Like, all right, I think right. that they were showcasing guns in a positive way. No. Yeah. Um, so I know in parts in like Alaska, I know you can learn to shoot really early, like seven or eight. Um, Marley knows about some gun safety. She's nine. I've taught her a little bit about gun safety. Alaska, holy crap, dude. Yeah. Because, well, Alaska is like, wild. Like I, wouldn't, like, I wouldn't hate on you, of course, for teaching your own kid. That's your choice as an adult, right? That's not systemically society. But goddamn, Alaska is just teaching it. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> It's, and it's pretty it's pretty big in texas too to see little kids know how to shoot guns and uh same out here uh with mormons and their guns man so man i went to this uh jason my boss he invited me over to this bullets and burritos little seven eight year olds running around shooting down range with a gun you know hitting pretty accurately on the target too so why is it that Mormons like to always name their themes like bullets and burritos? Like I went to, <laughs> I went to a friend's wrestling show one time, he or like a wrestling uh, party, and he was Mormon. All his friends were Mormon. They called it wrestling and wings. I was like, okay. and then oh, he just boy. said bullets and burritos. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I have a theme for the got the it. Show, for the party, and they had like little flowers, fly, flap flyers too that they handed out <laughs> and had bullets and a burrito it was pretty funny <laughs> well, <laughs> continuing on there the basically they they killed a lot of animals is what they were selling <laughs> i mean coming right jimbo, for us jimbo's shooting birds out of the sky he just <laughs> up, looks up bird <laughs> <laughs> not only anything back just go oh, and kill whatever i want to kill it's fine um, but eventually it breaks down. They're on the hunt, or like they get, like they see a, a rabbit, right? So they're like, "Let's move, then." And Carmen's like, "I'm heading back here." Move! Is this hunting? I guess so. Ah, uh, dude, I'm starting to have flashbacks. What? Danforth, pull up flank. Look out for Charlie's up in the trees. This one's yours, Dad. It's coming right for us. It's coming right for us. Shoot it, Stan. I got your back, soldier. I can't. What the? 
What's wrong with you? I don't want to shoot the bunny. What the hell are you talking about you don't want to shoot the bunny? You're babbling. You're not making any sense. You're hysterical. I'm not hysterical. I just don't want to shoot the bunny. No doubt your mind is going to be a tree hugger. Yeah, hippie. Go back to Woodstock if you can't shoot anything. I can shoot you, fat ass. I can shoot you too. I'll kill you. I'll fill you full of lead. <laughs> Take you to the left, man. <laughs> I got your back. <laughs> I got your back, children. Carmen's <laughs> um, <laughs> really into this. He's in it now. This is also this also will not be the first time that South Park references Nam because they do a whole episode in the future, if you will, if you will. If you will, Daddy, with which which uh, revolves around Jesus and his uh, quest for ratings episode, remember? And like oh, yeah. Mexican uh, frog of uh, Sri Lanka in that episode, like they get there. Oh yeah, they ask them what it was like in Nam in the beginning. We didn't have a carousel. <laughs> All we had was a log ride. <laughs> All they had was a log ride. <laughs> anyway, back to this episode. So it transpires that Stan doesn't feel the need to kill heartless animals. Like they're they're you know they're moving throughout the episode. They're trying to kill the bunny, and he's like, "I can't do it." He's like, "What?" He's like, "I can't kill the bunny. I don't want it." <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Kenny says for him, "I'll fucking do it." <laughs> yeah, Kenny in this uh, episode is definitely a badass, isn't he? Right, definitely. So it's a side of Kenny that we don't normally get to see. Um, like the, the, the other episode that I like to compare this one to is the one where he dies and has to play the, the game console in heaven where he's basically Neo for the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> and he has to play the game to beat God, the armies of hell. Don't have souls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I want to live. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, as we mentioned, so elsewhere now, Stan's father is alerting the mayor that a nearby volcano is showing signs of activity. He's got a graph, and it's got like, <laughs> regular, and then at the top, it's what is <laughs> totally screwed. Totally screwed is what it says. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, this all leads of the residents of South Park now to rally around in an attempt to rescue the four children trapped up in the mountains. God! Mayor! Some of the school children are up camping on that mountain right now. Oh, this is big. Johnson, Johnson, are you there? Uh, you just fired Johnson, Mayor. I'm his replacement, Ted. Ted, we have got a major crisis here. I want you to get on the phone and call Inside Edition, Rescue 911, oh, and Entertainment Tonight. You better get my stylist on the phone, too. Don't worry, things are under control. That lies in the volcano's shadow, so... Um, you know, they kind of go back and forth to the hunting here because they're out hunting, right? And they're like, at first they're around the fire and like trying to give him some whiskey. And he's, he's like, ah, oh, we don't drink. That tastes like piss. Yeah, carbon piss. <laughs> you drink my piss. <laughs> <laughs> and then Car- Kenny drinks some gasoline like a boss. Like, God damn, now that's a dirty boy. <laughs> Boy, Kenny just no fucks given. They're telling, yeah. they're telling scary stories, right? And like uh, Jimbo's telling his story, and then Cartman's starting telling his story. <laughs> he had big eyes, and, and, and where he was supposed to have a hand, instead of a hand, he had a piece of celery. <laughs> a piece of celery? <laughs> That's right, guys. Oh. 
And, and yeah, yeah, instead of a lay, yeah, Patrick Deppy. Hey, you guys, I know a scary story. Shut up, Cartman, you can't scare anybody. Oh, yeah? Have you guys ever heard of Scuzzlebutt? Whittlebutt? Scuzzlebutt is a creature that lives up on this very mountain and kills anybody who dares climb to the top. Why? Because it loves the taste of blood and likes to add pieces to its deformed body. Deformed how? Well, on his left arm, instead of a hand, he has a hook, a knife. No, a piece of celery. Celery? Yes, and he walks with a limp because one of his legs is missing. And where his legs should be, there's nothing but Patrick Duffy. Patrick Duffy's not scary. Have you seen Step by Step? Did you see that thing? How he said it with such conviction. Have you seen Step by Step? You know what I I liked Step by Step as a kid. Did you ever like to watch that thing? Yes, I, I liked it too. Step by step, day by day. Dude, Suzanne Summers was hot in that show. Ooh, yeah. You know, the mom. I just saw her on ABC because I work for a local affiliate, right? As an, as, at a news station. And then she's got a new book out and blah, 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 blah. And she's like in her 70s, bro. Yeah. She is still hot. Like, That's smash. If she was not married to the same guy for 40 years, I'd be like, yo. I'm, what's I'm up, girl? I need a sugar mama. Yeah, what's up? And you need a boy toy. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Show own, me. Got my own money. I work my own job, so you know I don't need to leech out here. <laughs> that will. <laughs> Trying to get into that will. Kind of get left $1 million like, like Carpenter does, but not blow it all at a theme park. So, um... <laughs> But basically, uh, you know, the town is now. Did you okay? So this was funny with the media. They made fun of the media here with the mayor and how how politicians are fake, right? Because yeah, like, they they totally depict her as an idiot. Yes, totally. Well, she kind of is throughout the whole series. The mayor is kind of an idiot itself, from trying to kill herself to you know not heeding Cartman's warning about the goddamn hippies. But, you know, she's just a fucking idiot. I'm surprised they haven't recasted her, right? Because they brought in a, basically a new principal in the new seasons. Right. Why haven't we got a new mayor? Why haven't we got a vote between a, t- a turd and a douche? A turd sandwich and a douche. Yeah, how did we get a new principal? Oh, well, that's a, that's another conversation for a whole new day. The principal got fired, right? She did something stupid. She got. She was made... The, uh, <laughs> it was... Um, I guess you might say fibbed about it was uh, created a lie was created that she gave a child a hot cosby that's right that's right a hot cosby Cosby. um so up in the mountains now they're like i said with the okay so they got the media and with the um they're in front of town hall and the media's like, all right, we're live, you know, in front of South Park, and they're talking about the volcano. And- the people of South Park are humble and friendly, but now a ticking time bomb of hot lava waits to engulf these people and end their miserable lives with one last fleeting moment of excruciatingly painful burning agony. Hey, I'm on TV! I'm on TV! Mayor, what are you doing to prepare for this inevitable catastrophe? All we know right now is that some of our children are camping on that mountain and... uh, I'm sorry, can I start over? Huh? 
Wait, you can edit this, right? Ready? Three, two, one. All we know right now is that some of our children are up camping on that mountain. We can't do anything until we get them. Okay, people, let's go get those kids. I go to the mayor, and the mayor is like, uh, you know, she starts her promo and then stops like a couple sentences and goes, okay, can we restart that over again? <laughs> yeah, let's restart that over. And like the guy is like looking at the camera because it says live and everything on the screen. And then she starts going into her fake sobbing. We have to think of the children. We have to save the poor children. Come on, people. Let's go get them. So, like, uh, now they're on their way up to the mountain to try and save these children. And did you notice the, the volcano hasn't erupted yet? But there was, like, a part where they're, like, they're, they just put, like, three people on the side of the mountain like just like <laughs> yeah, right. copy pasted on the side of the mountain like <laughs> no trails no depth no, no no nothing it was just a picture of a mountain with you know basically three cardboard figures or paper mache not made out of paper mache anymore <laughs> plastered on the mountain um, <laughs> so as we mentioned during this uh scary story scuzzlebutt is uh, told of and now Carmen gets made fun of there, basically make fun of him for telling a scary story that's not really scary. I've had scary. So Carmen concocts, <laughs> Carmen concocts an idea that he's going to dress up as Scuzzlebutt and uh, then the, you know, they're, they're going to get it now. Now we also failed to mention that Scuzzlebutt's power is that he also weaves wicker baskets. I'm sorry. Kachink. 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 So the boys are, of course, understandably skeptical of that story. So Cartman dresses up as Scuttlebutt in an intent to scare them, only to find himself at the mercy of Ned and Jimbo, who actually end up believing that Scuttlebutt is real. So now they're chasing Cartman around the mountain. Look! I am Scuzzlebutt, Lord of the Mountains. Behold my Patrick Duffy leg. Yay, what is it? Dude, it's Scuzzlebutt. Cartman wasn't lying. Holy crow! We can make a mint killing this thing. We'll be on the cover of Guns and Ammo. This calls for some HJ-14. <laughs> Those guys are totally scared. Find the hole! You know, trying to kill him. You know, all of a sudden, Jimbo's got like rocket launchers. Like, the quick, Ned, up. we need more firepower. <laughs> Another HC fourteen. Like, just pulls up these like giant like Star Wars looking rockets or GI Joe looking <laughs> rockets that just launch. And Cartman's having to jump out of the way, and whatnot. So, you know, that's going on now. You've got. Well, meanwhile, now the people are making their way up the mountain, as we mentioned. You know, they're trying to save the boys. And they realize that the volcano is going to explode. So Randy comes up with an idea and says, what we should do is if the volcano explodes, we should build a ditch around the side of the mountain. So that way the volcano <laughs> will travel down the side and not hit South Park. So, you know, he did, they end up coming up with the idea, half of you go build the ditch, half of you stay here to try and, you know, um, find the boys. While that's going on, 
now you've got Officer Barb Brady, who's like, okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to watch a video on what would happen with volcano lava. <laughs> they watch this video from 1954. It's in black and white. Harbingers of sorrow, natural disasters can be the cause of troubling and undesirable stress. And a volcano is no exception. But what should you do if a volcano erupts near you or your family? Here we see the Stevens family enjoying a Sunday picnic. But suddenly, daughter hears a noise. It's a volcano. Junior seems worried. But have no fear, Junior. Jane learned in school what to do when you hear a volcano erupt. That's right, Jane. Duck and cover. And they're like, so what are you going to do when a volcano comes? Duck and cover. That's right. Duck and cover. It's very, it's ridiculous. It's like, it's, it's basically making light of those 1950s nuclear uh, yeah. videos, right? Telling kids to save themselves by hiding under it. I always thought those were asinine myself when I was in middle school. And we learned about those and stuff. I was like, that's stupid. Why would I hide under the desk from a nuclear bomb? What is that going to do? <laughs> Anything. Like if the nuke is going to hit your area or that school, it's game over, pal. You're done. What you, what you should be doing is be telling your kids, orderly fashion, let's get to the low. Like, let's say you're in school, right? Most schools have a lower level, no matter what it is, even if it's a basement or something, if it's uh, you know the underground maintenance, right? Get to the lower level. Like, get as right. underground as you can, not... Get mm-hmm. under your desk. <laughs> Speaking of lower levels, you're not on Facebook, but I tagged Roman this dude. Okay, so there's this billionaire in Georgia. He is selling his underground, like, 30, uh, like, 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 five, uh, I can't even explain this, I'm so excited. Okay, so it's like five, <laughs> or six, it's like five or six apartments made up into one underground luxury. Like a luxury. What? Like a luxury house. But like with each room or each separate apartment underground being like eight hundred to a thousand square feet. But like in total, it's a like there it is. In total, it's like a three thousand square foot, thirty six hundred square foot facility that goes down an elevator underground. It's got like a fucking pool underground. It's got ping pong tables, game rooms, video uh, theater, three kitchens, bro. It's a fucking underground mansion. What? What happens if that elevator goes out when you're stuck? When you're oh, down stairs, there, stairs, there's stairs. Like actually, there's an elevator to the side and stairs next to it. Oh, okay. Stairs. Okay. But like, dude, wouldn't that be sick to live in? Yeah, I'd that's what I'm it. saying. All right, bro. Well, that's what we gotta we gotta shoot for. All right, we gotta we gotta get yeah. our underground mansion. Like, shit go, like how cool would it be to live underground? I'm not saying like. <laughs> <laughs> to live like a troll or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, as far as like living away from like people and uh, being extra quiet and like, oh, so nice. Like, like, if in the end we're gonna end up underground anyway, we might as well be comfortable while we're doing it, right? <laughs> right. Like, I, I feel like it's gonna happen. Like, <laughs> but like, if something nuclear does come, you're safe. You're underground. You don't ever have to fucking worry. Plus, like, let's be real. If something shit does go down, you can hide underground. You can go miles below ground. That's the thing. Bro, we could build like underground tunnels and like roads and shit. What if there right? already are? I think there are in, in like Europe. There's underground cities. 
we should ask, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this on Hami Media, the Conspiracy Horseman. You can check out the Conspiracy Horseman each and every Wednesday night live on twitch.tv slash the Conspiracy Horseman with Stevie Richards, Ben Hameen, Greek God Papadon, and Big Sal. Of course, we'd like to thank their sponsor, GetAcre. You can go to getacre.com, sign up. You can get a bar of gold. That's right. For 50 bucks a month, you sign up for a subscription. Once you reach the threshold for that bar of gold, they'll fucking send it to you. You'll have a bar of gold and be like, yeah, dog, I'm stacking gold. Let's go to get Acre. Hit them up on Twitter at get underscore Acre. Tell them how many media groups sent you over and tell them to suck your balls, give you that gold bar. Of course, we also want to thank RussoBrand.com. And of course, hackerhoming.podbean.com, voicemisery.podbean.com, anchor.fm.com. Thanks for checking out another episode here of Suck My Balls. All right, so let's move on. The story recap. my ass. Yeah, my man. Yeah, my man. Yeah, my man. Yeah, my man. So, you know, Cartman's out in the woods or he's out hiding. You know, Kyle comes in. He's like, hey, Stan, Stan, Cartman's been gone all night. And Stan's like, oh, you know, where did he go to? Or where's my Uncle Jimbo? And he's like, oh, you know, Uncle Jimbo's out with uh, King. They're out, they're out uh, fishing. What? Stan's <laughs> upset because he wanted it to be his camping trip with his uncle. Mm-hmm. Aw, show. Aw, it's so cute. Poor little Stanny. Poor little Stanny. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they, they go to find Jimbo and Ned to let them know Cartman's missing. And they're fishing. <laughs> and they're not even really fishing. It's they're them blowing them up. <laughs> yeah, it's them throwing grenades into the water. It's like they throw a couple of them. And they're like, oh, well, I guess we got to cut this short. And they launch off a fucking rocket. that just explodes <laughs> them into the air. And then all of a sudden, they're surrounded by dead fish. And that's when Jimbo's like, man, oh, it smells like dead fish. And I think Kenny said something like along the lines of like, oh, it smells like, you know, rot pussy is what I think he said. I think that's yeah. Like, because that's when he's like, oh, you're a dirty boy. Or you are so <laughs> nasty. I'm making you an honorary nephew. And, that, and Kenny's like, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or dirty pussy or something. Basically, is what he was saying. And uh, look, this this show is not suitable for work, nor is this show suitable for kids. And no. I'm gonna make a disgusting joke here, so or I'm gonna make a disgusting um, analysis. So I apologize in advance if you are grossed out here for our listeners. Um, dude, have you ever gone down on a girl and it's been and it's just stinky? Yeah, that's when I avert abort mission. Change direction, play with the the the, the butt, belly button a little bit, and make my way back up. <laughs> do you still do the deep? Uh, I mean, well, you know, not with my tongue. Still do the deep? Not with my tongue. Yo, man, I ain't touching that hole if it's dirty, bro. I'll be doing the raindrop, and I'm out. <laughs> I'll be like, Whoop, nope. You need to clean that. <laughs> Need to clean that BJ. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've been with the girl, and like, and then she's told, like, you know, it's been maybe a long day, and like, we're getting hot and heavy, and she's gonna go down on me, and then just as she's about to go down on me, she goes, ah, "Go wash your dick." Like, so, like, if a girl can tell me to go wash my dick, like, I'm like, yeah, right? You gotta clean your funk. 
There we go. All right, then that's been established. Quality. You know what? From this point on, equality right there, baby. You know, if we get to be if we get if we get to be told to go wash our dick after a stinky day, listen, you 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 go wash those stinky lips, girl. I mean, it's only fair. I mean, clean them sugar walls. I don't want. I don't want to eat. I don't want to eat them sugar walls, and they don't want to eat a rotten hot dog. Nope. I I I get it. It's, that's quality right there, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. We're we're progressive here on suck my balls. Suck. There. It. <laughs> so, uh, the story reaches its climax now. So the volcano eventually does explode. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I, I apologize. First, what happens is, is Jimbo, Ned, they actually are trying to attack Cartman. Eventually, Cartman does get his costume off, and he's like, "Yes, <laughs> me, you guys, stop it. It's me, And then all of a sudden, yes, the volcano does explode. Now, in doing so, there's the three people that are on the mountain. They're like, "Quick, duck and cover!" <laughs> They duck a cover, and then the volcano. And then you just see the skeletons floating. The volcano just eviscerates them, like they just burn up. And there's a couple other people who try it as well. Duck a cover, and they just get killed. Um, so very stupid people. Okay, like use logic. If you're in a situation where you think you, where something says you should duck and cover, unless it's like an earthquake, or maybe you should duck and cover under something like a large, you know building or a bridge i mean not on a bridge you don't, you don't do that but you know in between a door or you know something that makes sense i get that. something but yeah but you know nuclear bomb uh under the desk duck and cover yeah uh if there's an active shooter at your school duck and cover uh, duck and cover you might want to duck and cover actually on that one. or play dead is what, I, is what they say you should do um, or don't be a pussy and kill him. I mean, you can do that too. I'm just trying to cater all audiences here on Suck My Mouth. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we got we to be open-minded. I don't know. I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing in your life. But it doesn't matter, you know, because I try not to bring too much politics here. We don't want to get too much into it. Like, right. oh, I believe this and I believe that. This is South Park Suck My Balls, South Park Review. Yeah. We want to talk about make fun of everything. So, <laughs> Volcano is now coming down the mountain. Right, it does its job. It actually does protect the town. However, where it's built, it separates <laughs> the town from the actual mountain. So, like now, the kids who are down the mountain can't get over. They <laughs> can't get over the top. <laughs> so that's when we cue Scuzzlebutt to come on in. <laughs> Scuzzlebutt finally makes an appearance, and they're like, "Holy shit, Scuzzlebutt's real!" Quick, and shoot him. Shoot him. <laughs> and eventually, Scuzzlebutt, well, he does what Scuzzlebutt said of his tail. He weaves a wicker basket so, he does. All the, so all the kids and Jimbo and Ned can get safety across, safely across the volcano um, river. So they get across. Uh, somehow, Scuzzlebutt eventually gets over there as well. I, you know, they, they <laughs> don't want to explain that. Maybe he can yeah. jump or something. Maybe. Because, I mean, he, he he did lift him over with a stick, so I guess hey, you can assume that he's really big. So, yeah, he could probably jump. Maybe he could jump. Maybe he took a log down and walked across it. I mean, Or maybe he made himself a wicker basket. And... Well, who's going to do that then? Like, the, the, wicker, the wicker basket would incinerate inside the lava. <laughs> maybe he just, like, put it in. I don't know. <laughs> 
movies jump in and jump down or something like right yeah like Mario or something like maybe like, oh yeah <laughs> so uh you know they get over to the other side right um to the of the excuse me of the lava you know the town is now saved and at first they're like hey where uh, the mayor's like where does the lava even go to and they go oh, to a shot and Randy's like, oh, I don't know. So they go to another shot. Randy the geologist doesn't think about these things, apparently. And uh, <laughs> Denver is covered in lava. And uh, they, go back, <laughs> they go back to some random guy. And he's like, South Park is saved. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. So then all of a sudden they start having a heart-to-heart moment because Scuzzlebutt goes to give the mayor some flowers. Mayor, what do you have to say about this wonderful outcome? Well, we owe everything to this friendly yet misunderstood creature. Thank you, Scuzzlebutt. Friend! Oh, how sweet. I did it! I did it! I finally killed something! And they're like, you know, friend, friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's when Stan, well, wow. Stan grows a pair at this point and he shoots Scuzzlebutt. Not just shoots him, you know, anywhere. Headshot right directly <laughs> to the temple. Boom. Scuzzlebutt pops down. Patrick Duffy's like, oh, no. <laughs> And that's when Ned learns the error of his ways with guns. I'm never using a gun again. Drops it and shoots Kenny. You bastard! Only now in the fall, I have to see what guns can have an effect on people. I'll never shoot a gun again. And then he drops the gun, right? (laughs) Yeah, Kenny dies. And then no one says, though, oh my god, bastard, this instance. They, there was a yeah. couple times they, they teased it in the episode, right? Like, mm-hmm. Kenny, did Kenny actually die in this episode? Yeah, he got shot. So that was he, when he got shot. That's when he died. Yeah. And then you see the rats chase him. Right, right, right. That was the cue. You're right. Kenny, Kenny, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Jimbo's upset at first. Hey, what are you doing? You killed him. <laughs> there are some <laughs> things you kill and some things you don't. Do you understand? And then, like, uh... Well, make up your mind. But I just wanted you to be proud of me, like you were with Kenny. But Kenny's dead now, Stan, and you're always going to be my nephew. And you just can't kill anything. You understand? Dude, I don't understand hunting at all. Yeah, it's stupid. Let's go watch cartoons. Yeah, cartoons kick ass. (laughs) You just see Cartman, and Cartman's like, "Eh, eh, eh, eh." Um, We'll make up your mind. And uh, they're like, you know, they're Stanley, you know, some things you kill, some things you don't kill, blah, 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 blah. And Cartman's like, you know, and Stan's like, you know what? Hunting's stupid. Yeah, let's go watch some cartoons. <laughs> and that's how the episode ends. So overall, you know, I think the story, there's, you know, a couple things that came from it, right? There was A, the um, overabundance of hunting and killing animals and people were just killing animals freely. Not for le- not for like uh, population control, but for sport, and not even yeah. necessarily for sport in the sense where you're going to reuse everything, just for the just sheer fact it. of violence for violence, yeah. yeah, just to kill something. So I think South Park definitely you know hit on that, you know, in this episode. Um, you know, they 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 kind of go back and forth though, you know, as we will see over the course of the series where they make fun of the PETA people, but they also make fun of the rainforest people. So they kind of go back and forth on making fun of 
people who are for and against killing animals. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, it's pretty funny, and they they do it so classless, class, classy, class, class. So class. No, they they're classy about it. I get. I don't know. You know what? Let's scrub that. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 it's so funny how they do go from back to forth, making fun of everybody that either kills or doesn't kill. It's pretty. It's awesome. <laughs> what would you rate this episode? Ooh. Ooh. So with this, out of, out of five balls, how many balls? Out of five balls. How many would you stick? Um, I think I'm gonna have to fit four. No, I'm, I'm gonna fit all five balls in my mouth. Wow! Because five because, balls. Yeah, we get we get our first, you know, Jimbo in here, and then you know, kick ass, kick ass. And then they're running great for us. I remember screaming that all the time back in the younger days. They're coming right for us. <laughs> right for us. I did use that phrase quite frequently, yeah, actually, as well. We'll say. Yeah, there was a lot of notable one-liners in this episode, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, you know, I really like the fact as well that they hit on the gun stuff, not just the animal yeah. stuff, too. Just the ability to, like, even now, I think it's still. Um, more even more prevalent you know kids are getting guns and people are shooting in malls and in churches and in at games and at outdoor facilities and it's just a crazy time mm-hmm. to live in and it's even mm-hmm. funny back in 1997 you know they're still you know 7 2017 22 years later it's still or 23 now to be exact season wise it's still uh, a huge issue gun control isn't that crazy? Like we've yeah. gone two, almost two. We've gone over two decades, and this is still an issue in our country, specifically America. It's crazy. Matt and Trey are time travelers. Convinced. Yeah. <laughs> you just somehow predict what happens, or like anytime, like like something major comes out, and like if I'm interested in it, like I'll let Matt and Trey tell me if it's worth it. <laughs> right? If it if it, if if they come out. Out of nowhere, with an episode about World War Three or something, I'm like, oh yeah, that's it's time. It's time, like you know, when they make fun of when they made fun of the Inception movie. Unfortunately, I saw that episode before I saw Inception, so then I went and saw Inception. I was like, yep, this this movie sucks because I I had already been <laughs> Matt Stone and Trey Barker because I was just like, god damn, a taco inside of another taco inside of a chalupa inside of a Pizza Hut inside your mouth. They seem to predict things and get it right, you know, whether it be Catholic priests, Scientology, and we're going to continue to get even more into that each and every episode right here on the Suck My Balls podcast. As far as I, my, how many balls I'm willing to suck and rating this episode today, I'm going to give this a four. You know, I, I don't think it's a five. That's fair. Like, it's not That's one fair. of my all-time favorites, but it's a good one. Um, I know I saw somebody who posted they didn't actually like this episode. So, before, like, not necessarily directly to me, but it was just like on Twitter. You know, like I was reading different things about South Park, and someone was like, oh, going back and watching South Park, and I don't like Valkane. I was like, it's a fun episode. It was 97. Like, and South Park is always about pushing the envelope. And you can, you can kind of see in this episode that Matt and Trey are starting to get better at the, the, the designing with the computer. You know, they're, they're, 
there was things about the lava that they weren't sure that they'd be able to make it look like construction paper, which I actually thought it came out looking really good too. So, yeah, I would, say, I would say as far as visually itself, that they definitely did a lot more special effects in this episode, right? Yeah, with, with the explosion, <laughs> you know, the animals, uh, and then you've got the lava and then Scuzzlebutt. I mean, that headshot, like I said, it was crazy, very grotesque. His head falls off. Um, so you know, it <laughs> just all, bleeding, bleeding, yeah. Uh, all in all, I enjoyed this episode itself. Um, you know, we'll get into the next episode here, um, which is going to be Big Gay Owls. Big Gay, what is it? Boat ride? Boat house? Big Gay, Big Gay Owls, Big Gay Boat Ride. Owls, big Gay Road Ride. So I was right. Okay, so that'll be episode four. And now we'll be officially back on track. So you'll be able to download that episode here in uh, about a week or so. It's, you'll, this episode will be released uh, uh, here uh, if you're listening to this episode that is uh, it'll be released on you'll be hopefully listening January 15th and on but the next episode will be dropped on January 22nd seems just to be right to uh, drop it right on Wednesday and right in the middle of the week for your hump day get you through your week uh, before we go anything you want to plug anything you want to talk about anything at all what's going on in your mind or in the world of South Park um no, but yeah, uh, let me take back my five balls. Let me give it four. Oh, we're changing. Because, well, yeah, you know, Big Gay Out, Big Gay Boat Ride is one of my favorites. So I'm definitely going to have to give that a five. So. Oh, wow. Well, you just yeah. gave away uh, Ian's thoughts, but we'll give you a full recap on the next episode. <laughs> Suck my balls. My name is Matthew Schaffer. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matthew underscore Schaffer. Once again, you can follow us as a brand, Suck My Balls Pod on Twitter and Instagram and South Park Pod on Facebook. Email us, suckmyballspod at gmail.com. If you are looking to maybe do a barter situation, something I've been interested in trying to do with my other podcasting, if you have a podcast and you'd like to run an ad on our podcast and let us run an ad on your podcast, email us or tweet us or message us. Let us know. We'd definitely be down to swap and build our community together. We are an entertainment podcast. We can really advertise anything. Heck yeah. Anywhere. So, uh, of course, we want to thank our uh, network uh, distributors as well. We're still waiting to get approval. It's January 9th as we're recording this episode, uh, Ian, for next week. And we still have not been approved on iTunes yet. Still haven't been approved on Stitcher. Google Play, I don't know if it's the holidays. What the heck's taking so long? I'm getting to the point where I'm about to go in there and just start manually doing everything. I'm getting like kind of you know upset with it. But we do want to thank Hami Media Group and Voices of Misery Podcast who are available on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play. So we are still on those outlets. You can download us there. Subscribe to those podcasts. And, of course, join us next week as we go down the road each and every week down to South Park. And, uh, you know, check my badge. Thanks, guys. And now these humble people can rejoice and celebrate their jovial victory over nature. I'm getting word that the chef of the school cafeteria wants to sing a song about this thrilling struggle of humanity. Mmm, baby, every time that we kiss, hot lava. Every time that we make love, hot lava, hot lava. Lava so hot it makes me sweat. Lava so warm and red. En junker red ved juletid. Ting, tang, ting, jo til dig. Og 
omkring ham, dannet sneen hvid. Ting, tang, ting, du til dig. Han stred sig frem i regn og blæst med et, der sejnede hans hest. Ting, tang, du, ting, tang, du, ting, tang, ting, du til dig. Sad i høje tårn Ting, tang, ting, du til dig Og ventede ham som til forn Ting, tang, ting, du til dig Men natten gik så trist og lang I ensomhed til solopgang Ting, tang, du Ting, tang, du Ting, tang, ting, du til dig Den næste dag vi hed morgenrød Ting, tang, ting, du til dig De fandt den stakkels junker død Ting, tang, ting, du til dig Han dækkede var af sne og is Men tør nu op i paradis Ting, tang, lu, ting, tang, lu Ting, tang, ting, du til dig Det var jo noget værd og noget Ting, tang, ting, du til dig For da han tøde, blev han våd Ting, tang, ting, du til dig Men sådan kan det altså gå Når man går uden hue på Ting, tang, du Ting, tang, du Ting, tang, ting, du til dig Ting, tang, ting, du til dig Hun kastede sig fra tårnet ned Ting, tang, ting, du til dig Nu deler de en lille sky Som regner over land og by Ting, tang, lu Ting, tang, lu Ting, tang, ting, du til dig 